0: Hey, it's Chera with Recap Madness, and welcome to season one. Throughout this season, you'll hear us refer to the podcast as "Listen Up, Ashholes." That's because we were originally a podcast about the Good Place, but then we realized we love far too many TV shows to tie ourselves down to just one. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can find us on Twitter at It's Recap Madness, Instagram at It's Recap Madness, on our website. It's recapmadness.wordpress.com or on our Facebook page. And you can also reach out to us by email, recapmadness at gmail.com. We look forward to your questions, comments, and feedback, and we'll be back next season with our correct name. Thanks for listening.
1: Everyone and welcome to Listen Up Ash Holes. I'm your host, Do Monique. As always, I have my lovely co-hosts, Mel and Shara, with me today. And we are very excited to be talking with, to you guys about the trolley problem. This is one of the highest-rated episodes of Season 2. Um, it's some of the best performances, in my opinion. Um, and for the show's crux of moral and ethical dilemmas, it's one of the heaviest... Um, Most enwrapped, like at the central core of what the show, like the essence of the show, it's all right here, um and I think that makes it a standout episode. Guys, what are your initial thoughts on the trolley problem?
2: It was it was a really good episode. It was, I mean, Michael really got cheaty. Like he got him. At his most indecisive and he put him in a situation where you literally had to make a decision to kill someone or kill somebody else and <laughs> and it showed personal growth on Michael's part and Eleanor's part and Chidi's part actually too because like he he went through that and he made a decision that no I'm not gonna let you treat me like this you got to get out so I really liked this episode
0: I agree I really liked it too um we saw growth from pretty much everyone this episode um some weird things going on with Janet which should get interesting in the next episode but yeah I thought it was one of the best episodes of the season
1: yeah we're gonna get into that frog thing in a minute because what the hell (laughs) um before we get there I want to guys so the trolley problem is an ethical conundrum I don't, I have heard about, of this in, in very broad strokes. Uh, I've never like, like I've never come across this in an academic sense. So what is the point of the trolley problem? It's
0: it's a question of ethical dilemma where there's no good choice, really. So what would be the most ethical choice?
1: And because it's ethics, like we don't have like, like it, it, it's hard to strip it down to black and white yeah. it, as, as we learn as we go throughout. So what? as this problem is being introduced to Michael, it's kind of hilarious how um, challenging it is for him to grasp the simple concept of it. He's like, oh, we could definitely just, you know, add a piece or we'll make sure it chips off right so that we can pick up the other dude. So we'll just kill everybody. Right. That's we'll just <laughs> experiment kill the most people. Did you guys get a sense of like a deeper understanding of Michael based off this? Like, for so long, I'm kind of like, oh, like, torturer, and he kind of is looking for acclaim. This, I feel, is the first time I've seen him really enjoy his job. I think in a lot of ways, he was torturing in the way that he's always wanted to, that kind of subtle mental torture that he enjoys throughout this episode. How did you guys feel about Michael um, as he worked through this problem?
2: I mean, it's the torture he he wanted when he first made the the fake good place. It's that kind of psychological torture, and it worked, <laughs> and he was so happy. That's the happiest we've seen him in a while because it was working. Just watching, you know, putting Chidi through this experiment over and over and over again with different incarnations of it, and poor Chidi being covered in viscera and getting increasingly more upset. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I mean, he was happy. He was happy he was back to his old torturing roots.
0: It's the first time he's actually achieved his original goal for the good place or the fake good place, rather. So he it, it gives a lot of insight into who he is and like what his original goals were for mm. that particular area. Yeah.
1: As we see the problem presented to the group, uh, she's having kind of a struggle because everyone's sort of in their own worlds uh, um, uh, Jason kind of just wants to play trains to hani. at first is like well you know of course you're going to save as many people as you can but not before mentioning that you know she's only ever been on James Franco's ironic trolley which <laughs> let me pause here for a minute what is an ironic
0: trolley? <laughs> I have no idea <laughs>
2: I pictured, well, I, like a it went
1: <laughs> I pictured the mall trolleys have you guys seen kids. these? yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was like does he just have like a mall trolley in his house?
2: like an adult mall trolley <laughs> that takes them to one strange place to another strange place
0: knowing James Franco would probably be a kid sized trolley anyway <laughs> it's true oh no
1: Um, so, the other thing I love about this episode is, um, Chidi's kind of officially running a classroom. We've seen him do this a little bit here and there before, you know, especially throughout season one, lots of books, but it always sort of felt like homeschooling, where this feels more like, um, like a schoolhouse. The idea of having him write, have Michael do like the writing on the board, humans equal good. (laughs) <laughs> i'm not even quite sure what that's supposed to hammer home other than like please don't torture us for fun <laughs> i i like seeing him in charge and confident you know before he gets put through the ringer how do you guys feel like would you guys like to have chidi as a teacher
2: uh, i think he i think so i wouldn't want to take a more philosophy so i'm like stuck there but I think he he's a really good teacher. I mean, he finds different ways to reach students that um, don't connect. He he really tried to get Michael to connect with the the sort the course material. So he he tries to use different ways to get his students to connect, and that, that's always a good sign in a teacher.
0: Yeah, he's definitely a good teacher. Um, he's managed to reach both Eleanor and Michael, and. I think to some extent Jason and Tahani as well. So definitely think he's a good teacher, but I don't think I would want to take a philosophy class because he can't make a decision still. So
2: I mean, Jason got a C on that paper. That is amazing. <laughs> We're talking about the man that's that happy with the Pikachu balloon that he didn't taught <laughs> to get Jason to get a C on a paper. That's amazing.
0: That is an <laughs> achievement.
1: Totally. Um, so, in remembering that they're all doing this to try to earn a spot in the good place, before we get into them having to do the physical trolley challenge, do, where do you guys think they are in their class? And do you think anybody is close? Maybe who is the closest to earning a spot in the good place?
2: I still think it's Eleanor. Because she had the insight to realize what Michael was doing by acting out and to confront him about it and to get him to apologize to Cheaty in order to get back into his good graces. So I think she's making the most progress right now.
0: Yeah. I'd have to go with Eleanor as well. And Eleanor is just a lot smarter than anyone gives her credit for.
1: It's true. I feel like looking at the rating systems of how people get placed, that Chidi might be edging out Eleanor just a bit. Um, not again. This is before we get on the trolley. <laughs> on the trolley, he is like confident, patient. He's willing to like he's teaching a whole bunch of people. Um, he he seems to be doing really well, and in making these smaller, not life decisions, he's been doing pretty good job. Um, in his own <laughs> daily life, but then of course Michael can't help himself. He can't. Uh, he can't really understand the problem. In a theoretical sense so he makes it literal and he puts them on the train and now cheaty has to make an actual decision which as we know is one of the things that landed him in the bad place that first time that he just does not make a decision were you guys like no chidi come on like obviously this like if you had to do this for real it would be like the hardest thing ever like you don't want to kill anyone and by not pulling you, you since essentially say I'm not taking responsibility for anything that happens. I'm just letting the universe do its thing. But, man, I I don't know. I was rooting for Chidi to pull a lever, to just do something. How did you guys feel?
2: Well, he did pull a lever. He pulled several levers.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not the first time. Not his very first time. Well,
2: not the first time. The first time he was just being cheaty. But after that, he did pull the lever, and then he did, you know... Make choices on who to sacrifice and who not to sacrifice until finally he got to the last one where whether or not he should uh, kill Eleanor and take all of her organs.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Then it was too far. Then they had been doing it for too long, but she was making some choices and that shows some growth in him.
0: That's true. That's true. Although, to his credit, like there was a win situation because every time he thought he had a decision made Michael would throw something else in so he did pretty this, well
1: and this, is why, and this is why I felt Michael was really like soaking in the torturing aspects I'm still not sure like if we can trust Michael like like, and after seeing this I super don't trust Michael you had to know what you were doing to Chidi like this is his worst nightmare I'm no, gonna maintain
0: I had never trust Michael
2: <laughs> He made like he made good at the end. I mean, what Eleanor said to him was right. He was like feeling insecure and lashing out because of that, and I think that's something he wouldn't have done before. And he actually admitted to it and you know apologized to Chidi. So I think that shows growth in Michael too. So I, I think it's getting we're getting closer to trusting Michael, or at least I am.
1: Ted dancing makes like watching Michael such an. Uh a three-dimensional character and it's really a joy to watch him because he gives that apology twice and the first time um it's still kind of dry and just like blah 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 whatever I have to say to get us to move on but the second time it's heartfelt in a way that isn't cheesy or over the top it's just a very direct Mm -hmm. and what I felt was sincere apology that being said like this show has tricked me before and I'm not about to be duped again (laughs) <laughs> trying to be anybody's sucker and i find it so hard to trust michael i like i want to i don't know if i'm there yet
2: but what about his untorturing gifts
1: Bribes <laughs> are not gifts
2: not even if it's a never-ending shrimp spencer
1: <laughs> or a <super> giant diamond
0: <laughs> but one of them had white chocolate sauce and that is not a
2: And she kept eating it, though. She kept eating it.
1: I don't think Eleanor can help herself when it comes to shrimp, but I think she was just gone.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know.
1: I I enjoyed, like, really bringing that question home. Because for, like, a lot of people choose um, utilitarian when we're looking at the tracks. You're like, of course it must save, like, the most people. But if you had five William Shakespeare's or a Santa, do you do you choose Cheaty's decision? <laughs> Cheaty <Chidi> saves <laughs> one Santa over five William Shakespeare's, but me? I would definitely have saved the Shakespeare's. What about you guys?
2: Um, Santa brings so much joy to so many people. <laughs> that's, kind of, <laughs> that's kind of how I saw it. I'm like, you bring joy to so many children. So I can kind of see why Chidi saves Santa over Shakespeare. Maybe Chidi's not a Shakespeare fan. <laughs> I mean, That's... it depends. Does his, does his work still exist if he's if you kill him? Is this before or after he wrote everything? If it's after he wrote everything, then mow him down. But if it's before, <laughs> then, you know, that brings up another conundrum.
1: To your guys' earlier point that Eleanor was the most advanced and maybe the closest to getting into the good place, she certainly demonstrates that when she calls Michael out for torturing cheaty, And she starts talking about the classic shellstrop, uh, which is the idea that when she's uncomfortable, she, like, throws a bomb on things. <laughs> like, she makes things awkward or says things she isn't supposed to do. Anything to shake up the moment and take attention and focus off of her. I was surprised to see Michael respond to her in such a kind of... Like, it was in, in the, this moment... I felt like Michael was truly lost and looking for like some help and companionship. And it did make me feel for him, but it also makes me worry for Eleanor because she has never like really trusted and loved people. And I'm afraid that he's going to flip that on her and do more damage than good. Um, do you guys, how do you guys feel about Michael and Eleanor's relationship? Do you think that he kind of leans on her for, education and 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 that they have built something solid or do you feel like he might pull the rug out from under her soon
2: i think they understand each other i mean eleanor is as close to a bad place person as we get with this this four this group of four i mean they understand each other from that angle where she did some pretty nasty stuff to people when she was alive and she didn't care about it one bit and that feels like you know a bad place person living in our world so i think they understand each other on that level and that's where they're working from that understanding of each other she sees him as like who he is and he knows who she is so they're you know i don't know if it's like a relation so much a relationship so much as them understanding each other and working from there
0: yeah i'd agree with that um i think they definitely have an understanding of each other But I don't think there's a 100% trust there. And I don't think there can be. Just because of the nature of who Michael is, I don't think Eleanor can 100% trust him at any point.
2: Can Eleanor really trust anybody, though? I mean, she's getting there, but at the moment, can she really trust anybody?
0: No, probably
1: not. (laughs) I don't think so. Or that it would just be really hard to... I wouldn't if I were her. I'll put it that way. Um, in this episode we also see Tahani and Jason start going to therapy, which is <laughs> hilarious. I love Tahani, but girl. Her her like, uh yeah, no, Jason feels like he has no space in this relationship. And uh he feels like I don't give him a voice, so he's good here. Let's talk <laughs> more about worry for Tahani's soul. I'm not sure she's going to get closer to the good place because her progress is slow. What did you guys think about Janet as a therapist?
2: I would love Janet as my therapist. She was so warm and inviting and just non-judgmental. I just love that. I'm like, I would love her as my therapist.
0: Janet is amazing in all things. Oh, there's there's no bad time for Janet to be present. <laughs>
1: I'm still weirded out by Tahani and Jason. I don't understand it, he, guys. Why? Why does Tahani and Jason work? Like, why? What makes them a good couple? Because all I see is like, I feel like maybe they're just really good sex buddies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's forever, and I don't. I don't get what is making this work. I
2: think for Tahani, it's. Jason is nice to her, and he's pretty to look at, and he's good in bed. And he's something different than what she's had before. And it's not like she has a lot of options here. So I think uh, that's what Jason is for her. Now for um, what Tahani is for Jason, I have a little bit more trouble figuring that out. (laughs) (laughs) I guess because she's pretty and she's nice, not to him. But (laughs) Mm -hmm. she's very glamorous. Um, He likes shiny things, and she's kind of shiny. (laughs) He
0: likes likes, that she's smart-brained.
2: Yes, (laughs) (laughs) smart-brained. It's an odd relationship. It is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're both very pretty. (laughs) That's (laughs) all I've got from that, is that they're pretty and... He's nice to her, but it does not work in the long
2: term. I mean, there there are few options. I mean, it's just the four of them. That's and, true. Yeah.
0: Higgins are slim.
2: It is very <laughs> slim. I mean, I would I could picture Tahani <laughs> with Titi more than I could picture Tahani with Jason. Except Chidi wasn't gonna go for that. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Tahani belongs uh, to
2: Eleanor. <laughs> I can also picture that too. <laughs>
1: Would you guys continue to sleep with someone who referred to sex as pounding it out?
2: (laughs) Oh, God. It's so Jason. (laughs) It's so Jason, though. And he's so sweet. He's so sweet. So, if it was Jason, probably.
0: (laughs) I'd have a hard time with that one. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Just, just stop talking. Don't <laughs> say anything else. <laughs> I do okay. feel for Jason. <laughs> I do feel for Jason when he says, "Here's the thing: I'm nice to you, and you're mean to me." Yes. there's something wrong about that, but I can't put my finger on what it is because oh, I've been there, Jason. <laughs> I've <have> been there. <laughs> I know he's mean, but like I love him. <laughs> it's hard. Um, and to me, that revealed a lot. Like Jason's so emotionally stunted that i think what's interesting about his character is that you kind of get to watch him explore what it means to be having these feelings instead of always running away from them or like going to do a dance competition or like a quick b&e like he has to sit here in this space and think about like why he's having this feeling or emotion and maybe that's what's really working for jason and tahani is that like
2: Mm
1: -hmm. neither one of them has ever sat in their feelings Yes, they, they're both very much escapist emotionally.
2: I think Jason might be more in tune with his feelings than Tahani, though, because Tahani has been like in mostly superficial relationships, whereas Jason had like some, like hardcore relationship with his bros, like his dance crew and all of that. Like he was really close to them, and he understands like you know being with somebody and like he he was in tune enough to, like, know why he was with her, whereas Tahani's still like, what what the hell is happening? Why am I doing this? <laughs> she doesn't fit in with my image.
0: Oh. And I guess that can be one of the positives of their relationship is that Jason is kind of forcing Tony to actually own up to real feelings for the first time ever.
2: Yes. Yeah. And that's hard for Tani. Especially hard for Tani because she's with Jason and not some socialite or actor <laughs> or, you know, royalty.
1: Definitely. I also feel like it might be hard for Janet now. Janet's has a lot going on this episode. But before we get into all the things happening to her and the good place, I wanted to ask, I really thought, like, y'all know that I ship Janet and Jason. Like, I love them together. And I thought maybe she would bring it up or talk to him about it. I know we've been rebooted and they haven't done anything in this world, this reboot. But man, I was really hoping for some Janet Jason action.
2: Well, I don't think she can because her whole her whole uh goal is to make them happy. And to make them happy is to fix Tahani and Jason's relationship.
1: That's interesting. Yeah.
2: And she can't throw a wrench in that by saying, hey, remember Jason? Well, you can't remember, but like once upon a time we were married. And technically we still are married, kind of.
0: Because
2: <laughs> <laughs> I do think reboots erase marriages.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wonder how that works there. Right? It's the afterlife, but it's
1: the bad place. But designed is a good... I don't know. It's confusing. I... That is true and accurate and i don't care i want to bring them back let them be a couple janet deserves her happiness um but janet might be a long way from happiness she's like hiccuping up frogs she loses a thumb and now the entire foundation of the good places we know it is just shaking it's like earthquake city up there y'all what the hell is going on with janet
2: catch this the first time I saw it but I catch it the second time she only glitches when she says how happy she is for Tommy and Jason she's like I'm so happy for you throws up frog yep. I'm oh. so happy oh. this is working earthquake I didn't catch that Yep.
0: I think our favorite not lady has some feelings she's hiding
1: yay okay cool excitement I mean, I just want them together. They're so cute.
0: Um,
1: okay, so it's it's not looking good for Janet. Do we trust that Michael can fix this problem, or do we think this is something that like Eleanor or you no, know, probably just Eleanor or Judy is going to have to fix?
2: I think Michael has to fix it. He's the only person that understands the Janets.
0: Hmm. I don't know. It's going to have to be more of a group effort. Because Michael's not exactly the best at figuring out emotional issues.
2: But even Janet doesn't realize it's an emotional issue, though. She just thinks something's wrong with her.
0: True, true. Yeah. Eleanor's usually the best at that kind of thing, though. To me.
2: So then, in order for Eleanor to fix it, Tani and Jason are going to have to come out of their little closet and admit what they've been doing
0: has to come
1: out anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it is going to have to come out. It'll be interesting to see how the rest of the torturers decide to handle that. Because um, if they're together and they're happy and it's not quite working, I don't know. The facade seems like it's really thin. And they were talking about how they were going to have to speed up because the likelihood that they're going to be found out soon is increasing just because they've been doing this for so long. Um. Then, you know, they're all kind of preoccupied, all the torturers are preoccupied with their own thing. They have a freedom that I don't think maybe they're allowed in other spaces. Mm-hmm. Three interesting world-building moments. I'm looking forward to next week's episode, which is entitled Michael and Janet, um, which makes me think we're going to finally get some backstory on them, which is so exciting. Um, I really want to know more about like who Janet is and what she's up to. And where she comes from, and also, I guess, her like how her and Michael became who they are today because they're definitely super fascinating and, um, definitely the closest of anybody in the good place. They've been doing this for a hot minute,
2: yeah, even
1: though constantly rebooting and killing her.
2: But she comes back with all of her memories, so it's like a temporary nap.
1: It's just a light, like, forced sleep.
0: It's okay. <laughs> what do you guys hope to see next week? I want to see more on the Janet situation. Just, like, what's going on, why, how they're going to fix it.
2: I want Janet to confront Tahani and <laughs> Jason. <laughs> we were married. We married. <laughs> we took vows.
1: <laughs> I love that. Until next week, where can the people find you?
2: Okay, I am um, Jane underscore Anon on Twitter.
0: I am Wild Young Charm on Twitter.
1: And I'm Joelle Monique, and you can find me all over the internet at Joelle Monique. Thanks so much for joining us, guys. Please remember to rate us, uh, leave comments, help people find us, and join the conversation um we love hearing from you guys and we want to talk to you more about the good place leave us predictions for season three you know we're all about that tahani uh fan fiction love it um and also you know guys if you have good Cheaty stories like you can also send those my way Cheaty is really growing on me where before i found his uh brain sort of n- neurotic and annoying now i find it kind of awesome and sexy um so let's do that <laughs> <laughs> until next week guys this has been listen up ash Holes. thank you for joining us
0: thanks guys